What's going on, everybody? Welcome to yet another installment of the Use Guys in That podcast. Uh, we have the whole gang here together today. Uh, before I get started, I want to shout out to our premier sponsor, who is Agoras Nexus, a website listing for those who are free thinkers that offer loads of products from seeds to ebooks, custom knives, crypto coffee, and publishing. Lots of cool stuff and a podcast. Please check out our sponsor at agorasnexus.com. So, uh, some big news happening. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard about this. So we talked about it last week. So in light of the Virginia election, which the conservatives won statewide office. Okay. Now we talked about this um, African-American immigrant lady who won the lieutenant governor's seat. Okay. And she's a Republican. And there is a picture with her using very good gun discipline with her AR-15. Now, I've talked about this guy before on the show. Those of you who are longtime listeners, the few of you that, that are, that stuck with us when we were, uh, you know, our technology wasn't as good as it is now. Not to say it's great, but it's definitely improved. Um, I, I've, I have bemoaned and derided Nate Silver, who runs 538.com, who is a, a statistician of great note in the uh, political science community, even though he completely botched the prediction for the 2016 presidential election to the utmost dismay of one of my instructors in graduate school who swears by Nate Silver and the New York Times hitched its wagon to Nate Silver using Nate Silver to give the probability chances of certain victories, you know, Hillary winning a 97% chance. And then all of a sudden that bar kept moving as the night progressed. Like it was a total bomb. He should be completely delegitimized, but no, he's not. Uh, this is a great article. So this uh, this is by Hakeem Jefferson and Michael Tesler. I'm sure they're wonderful people. This is a great one. This will be in the show notes. Not that any of you ever check, but that's fine. Uh, this is uh, why white voters with racist views often still support black Republicans. I'm going to say that one more time because I'm not sure those of you don't fall. Don't drive off the road when you hear this. Don't, you know, scream at the traffic. Just listen to what I'm going to tell you again. Why white voters with racist views often still support black Republicans. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, it takes one to know one kind of a thing. Where's my or panic like... button at? Uh, racist. <laughs> I'm going to try to get through this uh, for you, the audience, as well as I can without laughing or going into a 45-minute diatribe. So here we go. And once again, it's in the show notes. Please read it. Can white voters who black candidates hold office, can they vote, can they support them despite their racist beliefs and views? That question has come to the fore in the wake of Glenn Youngkin's gubernatorial victory in the bluish state. What I mean, that's, never mind. Conservatives were quick to uh, counter claims that Yunkin's win represented the, represented the effectiveness of stoking racial fears with results from Virginia's down-ballot election for lieutenant governor, a contest where the Republican candidate, Winsome Sears, made history by becoming the first black woman elected to statewide office in Virginia. The Wall Street Journal's editorial board, for example, emphatically mocked the notion that voters called white supremacists elected a black lieutenant governor. Conservative commentator on Fox News and Twitter, including Sears herself, also used the historic victory as an ostensible shield against accusations of Republican racism. But 
Supporting a black candidate hardly precludes voters from harboring racist beliefs and motivations. Republicans are increasingly more likely than Democrats to hold prejudiced views of minorities. So black Republicans like Sears often draw especially strong support from white Americans with otherwise anti-black views simply because they draw most of their support from Republican voters. So hold on. That was a lot. Word salad. Mm-hmm. Well, big, big helping a word salad. But let's say, wait, 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 wait. You're from Virginia, okay? You live, let's say, in the Smoky Mountains portion, in the western portion of the state, right? Like okay. Maybe by Blacksburg or something like that. And um, let's say you're a Klan member, okay? Okay. I don't, I don't like to pretend, but let's, 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 let's try. Let's try this. Let's try the shoe on. Okay. Okay. Oh God. You don't like anybody that's not you don't you don't like Jews you don't like Catholics you don't like gay people you don't like black people you don't like anybody except for the people who live in your trailer park okay, that's it so you're a son of a bitch I, I said clan member that's 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 par for the course yeah okay, okay? all right Jesus was white and the Bible's in English <laughs> that's what you need to okay I'll do my best all right. okay but you're gonna go to the polls you hate African American people so much. <laughs> That you're gonna fucking show them what it is by voting for the immigrant black lady just because you're more likely to support them because you're a Republican. You're ra- so when Barack Obama wins an astounding electoral victory, did, did they all go to the store one day, like the racist store? Like, listen, I gotta turn in my membership card. I really like that half white, half black guy that's running. I mean, I'm gonna have to park it for this election. I'll be back for the next one, okay? But I'm not gonna be a racist for this one. Like, which one is it? Which one is it? And then they're like, the, I think the other thing that everybody's pissed off about was, uh, oh, uh, it's white lash against white lash against critical race theory in school. We talked about this on this show. I don't have a problem with kid if we're going to play the game where kids are learning in public schools, which none of us on this show were a fan of. But let's stay within the um, let's stay within the scope of the discussion, shall we? If you're going to learn about American history. That's great. Learn about the slave trade. Learn about the genocidal extermination of native peoples and make sure that you're, you, you tell the kids who's responsible for that, which would be who sanctioned it. It'd be the government that sanctioned all that shit. They mm-hmm. sanctioned the slave trade. The churches in the South were perfectly OK with saying, well, it's up. slavery's in the Bible. So, you know, I don't know what you want us to do about that. And then, of course, killing Native Americans because fuck them Indians, right? That's how they felt, right? That's We want that land. Fuck those people, right? Trail of Tears, all that good stuff. You know, millions of human beings exterminated by the government and with the government's permission. But they're not going to teach the kids that shit. They're not going to teach them that way, okay? Now, the government was run, primarily and still is, by white people, right? So, yeah, I can understand there's a connection there. But once again, the villain is the state. The villain is the one who has the monopoly on violence and who can sanction. It's okay if you have a badge or if you have a uniform and you kill all those native people, native peoples, excuse me, because there's you know a piece of paper that says some fucking guy in an office said it was okay for you to do it. Now, if you did it right now, that's called murder. When they do it, it's called legal. All right, they're not going to teach the kids that. But for some reason, everybody's all worked up about this stuff. I think that everybody should know how we got to where we are, including mm-hmm. all of the ugly shit that happened. A lot of it's not very good, not very good at all, but that's part of the fucking story. All right. I don't know what the big deal is, but whatever. I don't think it should be public schools, but then again, we're staying within the scope, but allow me is, to continue. Go ahead. Could on. you read the title of the article again? One more time. Oh, you want that one more time? <clears throat> yeah. J- just for clarity. 
why white voters with racist views often still support black Republicans. So like I, and correct me if I'm wrong about any of this, but like I'm trying to form an idea, but I didn't have a piece of paper to write it down. And like, I want to make this as concise as possible, mm. but it's like, they're more willing to, th- they're more willing this, uh, like the left, I guess, to believe that instead of a black Republican winning on merit, it's more likely that it's a bunch of racist people that would just do anything to put a Republican in office. Like they don't think it's on the merit of the black person that ran. It's just like, Oh, these people are so Republican and racist. Like in order to perpetuate that they'll, risk voting in a black person once right like i don't it just seems like a lot of mental gymnastics it's like why is it so hard like, like, for, like they're taking away the agency from the minority well it's like you can't separate using, them, using you, them as a political prop or like you can't seem to separate skin color from a political party or like that's a thing that should run together and be one and the same and like anytime it doesn't fit the way they want it to fit it's like oh these people are racist in every instance but even when they vote for a black person here's how they're still racist about it and it's just like why can't but like my whole thing is is like why are they saying that everybody that that's on the right is racist like how do you know that that's what's happening i mean because okay so they're called minorities for a reason right because they're supposed to be the minority in the population minority of the population is that correct? When you're talking about the demographics of race yes. and ethnicity, yes, and that and that's the scope of it, yeah. Okay, so then if we break it down even further and say, okay, these we're going out to vote, right? Isn't there a majority of white people that are voting? So, like, no matter what you do in that situation, mm. white people are going to vote and be the majority of the vote, right? So why is it that... I mean, it just, I, I don't, I don't understand. I get like, what you're I, saying. I, can't... I get what you're saying. So it's the majority of the population, the voting population, the eligible voters, right, mm-hmm. are naturally going to be Caucasian American folk, right? right? Because they're the majority of the population in the United States. I don't know what the, what is it, 80, 87% or whatever the fuck, I forget how many there is. It, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Right. Um, but they're the majority, right? Okay. So even out of people who do participate in voting, that naturally is going to be the majority of the people participating to be white because that's the largest uh, racial or ethnic group, right? Mm-hmm. Just like when Barack Obama won, the majority of white people voted for Barack Obama, right? I mean, are, are you are you fucking kidding me, right? I mean, that's that's what. And then what about Camel Toe Harris? Everybody voted for that fucking corpse, right? He won eighty. He got eighty million votes or whatever it was um sure whatever right yeah uh-huh but but i understand what you're saying but here's the thing too the, the problem with 538 is they're not ta- they, they go into uh, this article is really long we could do an entire show on this article okay so they do prejudice whites supporting carson in 2016 you know ben carson you know they they make they go through a lot of hoops to try to make this case which if i were on the panel of you know judging this uh, as a uh, academic journal i would reject it out of hand because it's completely biased. You are trying to make a point as opposed yeah, to. Yeah, it's like it's they're not objectively taking anything. They're like, OK, how do we like we're we're just convinced our hypothesis is going to be like, even though a black Republican won, it's still all racist somehow. So it's like now how do we make everything fit that criteria? And it's like yeah. it doesn't even matter what actually happened. 
they come up with their conclusion first that they arrive to on an emotional basis and do whatever mental gymnastics they can to get from point A to point B, no matter how many times they got a zigzag. <laughs> Correct. Yes. And by the way, Hakeem Jefferson is an assistant professor of political science at Stanford University. My have standards fallen at Stanford University, where he's also a, a faculty affiliate with the Center for Comparative Studies of Race and Ethnicity and with the Stanford Center for American democracy he is an expert on issues of race and identity in american politics sure he is nate silver so so, sure he is. so the racists voted for the black lady immigrant like it's a two it's two birds because she's black and she's not from here right so they <laughs> voted for the black lady who also happens to be an immigrant right mm -hmm. because they need to further their white supremacist views, and she supports that. Yeah, this sounds or like they. <sighs> no, it sounds like a left wing Q drop. That's what this sounds like. Okay. It sounds like a left wing QAnon uh, uh, info drop. So then, and I'm... is this because they think the Republican Party is so racist? Like they're, like I want to know. Yeah, I so would, that would make her complicit in racism, right? If she was a part of the Republican Party, like she's what is this like the Chappelle bit where it's like the black white supremacist, like the you know what I'm talking like, yeah. is that what they think is happening where she's like so out of touch with everything that they like it's they wrapped her up in some shit that she doesn't even know what she's doing, but she's doing the bidding of racists, even though she's a black person. Yeah, like, is that what they're trying to say is going to happen or uh what i what they're ignoring well let's go with what we know despite okay. the expertise of uh hakeem olajuwon wherever the fuck his name is I, <laughs> whatever not okay. the basketball hakeem olajuwon's a basketball player never mind i, I don't I, he, hakeem the guy from stanford who should be unemployed uh let's go through what we do know what we do know is that virginia after electing the last communist that's going to be voted out where did get voted out he's going to be leaving he should be packing right now uh and the uh the progressive legislature, the, the Virginia House of Delegates, uh, it sounds like so like colonial, the House of Delegates, they, they've done a lot of work to put up red flag laws. There's a lot of anti-gun stuff that has been going on. Remember, they had a rally there mm -hmm. with 20,000 people, including, you know, <clears throat> unfortunately, law enforcement showed up to, quote, support until they get the orders to take them, in which case that support will um, be gone. Evaporate. In the Correct. Evaporate. That's a good word. But she's there's a picture of her a prominent picture of her with excellent trigger discipline holding an ar-15 even okay so you've been shitting on the right like people from virginia like their fucking guns mm -hmm. we, we we know this this is most americans like their guns in fact most of us do when we own them when we used to have them besides the point they they attacked something that most people feel is a bedrock of you know their individual liberty which it is it predates the existence of the human race let alone the state let alone governments and charters and all that other stuff which is the right to defend yourself okay it's it's a human right so people feel very strongly about this why would the people who gravitate towards the the, the second amendment supporters club let's say go ahead and vote for something like you're telling me that they're if you're so racist you're going to hate somebody regardless if they you know like you can agree on everything but if you look at them as being inferior to you you're not going to support them that doesn't make any sense 
That would be like the fucking Nazis electing a, Jew, a Jewish mayor of Berlin. But like, ah, well, you know, he doesn't like communists. I mean, he is a Jew, but it, it doesn't make any sense. It literally doesn't make any sense. These people voted for this person because mm-hmm. that she that they identify with things that are important to her. And vice- wasn't education a big part of it too? Well, yeah, it's that critical race theory. That was, I think, the most important thing amongst voters. And I think that, uh, what was it, the guy, uh, Terry McAuliffe, that was running against uh, Yunkin, uh, said that parents shouldn't have a say in what uh, what the children learn. That Even if you believe that, which, believe me, they believe that, that's a really stupid thing to say when you're campaigning. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> really, really stupid. At least try to hide your agenda. Try right. to be try to fucking keep it on the down low. Like, like you might as well have just said, we own your kids. It's kind of like when Barack said that he was going to get universal health care and, you know, he lied and let the insurance companies write it. But whatever, you know, uh, we're here. So that's great. Um, you check it out in the show notes if you want to take a look at it again. I, we could do an entire show on that topic alone. There's a lot to digest. 538 is an absolute uh, uh, shill of a website. Nate Silver is a is a bad statistician. He's a schmuck and a moron. And I would like to word fight him. Yeah. The putz. Take that. There's some Yiddish for you. A putz. Yeah, you schmuck. schmuck, you fucking putz. <laughs> you schmendrick. Schmendrick means small penis, schmendrick. by the way. Schmendrick. All right. We're getting a culture lesson. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, by the way, Hanukkah starts on the 29th of this month, a little early. So that's, wow. that's exciting. I expect to get a brisket from somebody. Uh, hopefully, anyway, I do like a brisket. Okay, so, ladies and gentlemen, no, it's not that time. It's a different time. So, <laughs> what out of these groups, now we know what group we roll in, okay? Um, we've got some black flags here and some stuff. I mean, yeah, clearly we're Democrats. Um, no, I'm just... We like pirates. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of pirates. Um, but the daily mail out of uh her majesty's united kingdom a periodical of semi-ill repute put together a great article that i had a lot of fun listening or excuse me reading and you're gonna have a lot of fun listening to see if you fall into one of these groups because they decided to lump to make nine new divided political categories tribes Mm, interesting u.s voters are made up of groups including the outsider left the establishment liberals committed conservatives and ambivalent right and some others so this is they've decided to group americans instead of just you know there's so many of us with so many different opinions they decided that nine so at least we have more than two right conservative or liberal well now we've got a little bit more than that okay Mm -hmm. so here we go it's kind of the salad bar is growing instead of lettuce and thousand island dressing we do have some croutons maybe a little bacon bits to sprinkle on there it is growing so here we go Uh, U.S. voters are segmented into nine political tribes, four that lean left, four that lean right, and the, quote, stressed sideliners, stressed sideliners, who have a minimal interest in politics, according to a report released Tuesday by Pew Research Center. This is a flaming pile of horseshit, but it's entertaining. Concerned bystander, you know? Yes. Look at this. Okay. So... Uh, the Pew Research Center uh, released a report Tuesday that put Americans in the nine political groups. So here is, you know, the um, <laughs> you're going to like this. We're going to start with the with the left and then move our way to the right. So progressive left. Definitely not me. Establishment liberal. I don't think so. Democratic mainstay. Clearly me. Outsider left. Maybe me. 
stressed sideliner that is angel don't let her lie to you um ambivalent she's a, she's right. a nail biter <laughs> yeah she's very concerned and she chews on her cuticles yep <laughs> ambivalent right i don't think that's any of us populist right i don't think so committed conservative that's clearly brian uh and faith and flag conservative most likely brian as well um yeah sure so those are the groups that you get to choose in american where at least i know i'm free <laughs> but i mean so this is like it's, it's interesting i like looking at things from like an outside perspective because it's like I mean, I've only been out of America a couple times, but like, it's nice. It's fun to see what other people think because it's like, it doesn't really matter if it's what you think, but if that's how the rest of the world sees you and they're willing to believe in that kind of stuff like that in an indirect way does kind of affect things that happen here, even though like, we'd like to think that within the borders of our country, like we're in control of everything. But then like, I mean, you can look at things like what the global economic forum or all these people that nobody elected outside of our borders and international waters are just like, yeah, like 2030, you're not going to own anything and you're going to be really happy. So it's like that stuff does kind of pull weight, but it's like how much power do you really have inside? Like, I don't know. That's what I thought of. Fair enough. All right. So here we go. I'm going to go through the description of these. I'm going to see what you guys think of this stuff. All right. Try, try not to laugh. Try, try to, Try, try to keep an open mind, not so much that your brain falls out, but maybe a little duct tape down the middle. Just try to keep it together. Okay, so we'll start with the, the definition. This is from the uh, from the Pew Research Center. Okay, great. Okay. Uh, populist right. This group tends to be less educated than other groups with members often living in rural communities. So poor and stupid. Okay. <laughs> I'm just not poor and stupid enough. This is the summary I like. Okay. Poor and stupid. Yes. It also accounts for 23% of Republicans and GOP leaning independents. They are highly critical of U.S. immigration policy and also they took our jobs, dirk and dirk, uh, and also U.S. corporations. So they hate immigrants and uh, the corporations. They are the only Republican group that argues the economic system in the U.S. unfairly supports powerful interests. Um, okay. Fair enough. They believe, which is something that the that Democratic President Joe shit his pants with dementia. Biden has proposed that taxes should be raised on Americans making more than 400K a year. 81% of this group told Pew uh, Research pollsters they'd like to see Trump remain a prominent political figure. Okay. All right. So the poor and stupid support Donald Trump and hate anybody that's not American. And they want you to pay more taxes. And they want you to pay more taxes. Okay. Okay. That's not okay that yeah. doesn't seem right but okay okay i'm sure yeah uh i'd like i mean I, I guess we could go further i guess we could request what the sample was like where they sampled these alleged like how does this like they have to go around and ask what their economic like if you see a trailer that's dilapidated by the ohio river i guess you go in say excuse me you'd like to take play you take part like in this people look poor and stupid <laughs> let's yeah, let's go interview them. Talk to them yeah oh man probably paid him an oxy um ambivalent right this group is the youngest set of conservative leading voters. They hold traditional conservative opinions on issues such as favoring small government, hardy, har, har, uh, the economic system as well as race and gender. However, they're more likely to support the legalization of marijuana because they all fucking use it and support abortion rights and same-sex marriage. Okay. 
Uh, while a majority voted for Trump in the last election, 63% say they don't want to see him continue to be a major major political force in the Republican Party. A quarter of this group identifies as Democrats or Democrat leaners, while it makes up 18% of the Republicans and GOP-leaning independents. Okay. What? Yeah. I, I, so ambivalent you right. Be, you can't be both. Uh, right uh, or can you uh, yeah the okay door swings let's all ways on. baby it's a new it's a new century ambivalent right let's look whatever you want well ambi implies both true the, that's like the root i mean but it depends on what you're applying it to yeah it's not apathetic right it's ambivalent so okay i'll give you that progressive left the progressive left is the only majority white group of democrats of course they make up 12 percent of democrats and independents who lean democratic they have very liberal views on nearly every issue. They differ from what Pew calls establishment liberals because they support sweeping changes to ad address racial injustice. They want a big expansion of the social safety net. They're most likely politically engaged, the Democratic groups. Okay, well, that's... Probably that, not, but okay. I mean, I don't know. Okay. Establishment liberals, like me, obviously. Obviously. Um, establishment liberals, on the other hand, are very liberal, but they're more resistant to sweeping change. Instead of supporting incrementalism and political, instead supporting, excuse me, incrementalism, political compromise. The majority believe the party should be inclusive to those who believe GOP viewpoints on the same issue. They account for 23% of Democrats and Democratic leaning independents, Pew found. Okay. Democratic mainstays. This is the oldest on average group of Democrats who are loyalist to the party, loyalty to the party, and are more moderate. Is it, doesn't that bother anybody else loyal to the party? It yeah Jesus i mean Christ. i'm not Ooh. honestly like i didn't know if that was part of the article or if you just said no that. no no that's in the article okay. i didn't write it that way they are loyal to the party and the motherland all right well, yeah the party it's a living thing and it's more important than all of us and we have to take care of it whatever the cost you know which party the inner party or the outer party aha aha anybody know what that's from no 1984 okay i was about to go fuck myself but that's fine thank you for chiming in uh, uh by all means <laughs> and are more moderate on some issues. They're less likely than other Democratic groups to be college educated. They account for 28% of Democrats and Democratic-leaning independents. They may personally identify as politically moderate. Most of their views are liberal, however. On immigration, they may view illegal immigration as a bigger problem than other Democratic-leaning groups. They are also more pro-military. 40% of Black Democrats are included in this group. Okay. Okay, hold on. Did they say how many people they interviewed or polled in each group or overall? I, I can't find the statistics here. I'm going to go through it again here. Were they okay? Let's see here. The, the, but we haven't come across the poor and stupid Democrats yet. No, no, you, and you won't because none of them are. Okay. Obviously. All right. We just we just had the less likely to be college educated ones. Yes. Okay. So Pew surveyed 10,221 adults. This July, but has been conducting interviews with respondents since January of 2020. Okay. Um, that's what we have. Okay. So where did 10, that... All right. Okay, that's a decent sample. So uh, that was establishment liberals. Okay. Democratic mainstays. We talked about that. Outsider left. This is the youngest group of Democratic voters. They account for 16% of Democrats and Democratic-leaning independents. Mm -hmm. They supported uh, Joe Biden in the last election, but are deeply frustrated with the political system, including the Democratic Party. They are liberal, especially on the issues of race, climate change, and immigration. Wait till you hear the climate change, uh, the green discussion that we're going to have next. It's going to be beautiful. You're going to really enjoy yourself. I can't wait. Uh, they, offer, they, they often consider themselves to be politically independents. They don't vote reliably, but will choose a Democrat over Republican. I like that they don't vote 
reliably. They shouldn't vote at all. Uh, and this is Angel's group, the uh, stressed sideliners, very stressed, Ooh. very very unhappy, very stressed yeah. out. This group makes up 15% of the American populace, but just 10% of the voters. They include a mix of liberal and conservative views. They tend to be more liberal economically and conservative socially. They also tend to be economically stressed. Uh, what they have in common, economically stressed is another code word for poor. Okay. Poor. Yeah, it's not hard. Okay. They need to tr be better. The newspeak, it's great. The newspeak, that's another good one. You guys should read that if you haven't, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, George Orwell's 1984 uh, from the used guys library. I can't loan it to you because it's my copy. But anyway, um, what they have in common is a general disinterest in politics. Well, now you're talking only for and that's not necessarily true. I'm really interested because it's a lot of fun to read this shit because, you know, there's, there's a lot of mental gymnastics and hoops to jump through to get to these uh, conclusions. Only 45 percent of this group voted in the 2020 election with about half choosing comrade Joseph Biden. So. There you have it. You have been narrowed down into nine distinct tribes. Uh, they use the word tribe. So yet again, there's that division of individuals into the tribal it community. It just still sounds like the same left and the right. I guess. Like, how do you, how do you figure? It just sounds like the same. It's the same bullshit. Only like well, they didn't get rid of any of it. They're just subgenres. Yeah, they subdivided the left and the right. And there's, oh, they're there's this group that's kind of at the center. But okay. we don't want to give the center a platform because these then... guys are post hardcore Democrat. Yeah, post like it's a, it's just all bullshit. Like none of it is even real. Yeah. It's all made up. Yeah. Like the... Well, everything is. That's the most fun part. Like, like over, over here, we have like the old school metal, like Slayer Republicans. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there was gonna actually be like a good article and descript like describe. Well, of a good article on this show well no that's like my favorite part about and i thought about this so much over a month of no internet no cell data no anything it was like the more i read because i read a few books and like the more i read into anything in any category it's like all anybody seems to be able to say about anything is like we know a little bit about this but there's a fuck ton of shit that we don't know and like nothing really makes sense the longer you read into it but like here we are it's like everybody's just like kind of and everybody who knows anything is just kind of sitting around like yeah like i i had there were these uh physics lectures by richard Feynman that i was reading into and also like a bunch of anthropological studies from people like paul farmer and like I just like scratch the surface but basically i love it because they preface the books with like oh yeah like all of this stuff is like, we don't know shit about anything. We're the people that know the most about all of this stuff, but we're willing to admit that we don't know shit. Everything that we do, it's looking like a long defeat and it's just kind of how long can we push that off? And they have like seemingly the most bleak view of everything, but they're like the happiest people. But it's, I don't know. It seems like everybody's still kind of disillusioned about everything because in order to be happy, you have to just be able to be like, ah, eh, fuck it. Like, it's all kind of just a joke or a game, but like maybe I can do something good in the meantime. And it's like everybody seems right now so set on just being upset about a bunch of dumb shit. And it's just like, I don't know. I think we have enough problems, but we keep going and making more before we solve any. I think, that, well, at the same time, too, I think that it's a defense of the absurdist uh, uh, philosophy because it, it all, you know, getting upset about all of this, like I genuinely, like Michael Malice said, he, like, you know, 
people whose happiness depends upon who occupies 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, like there's a serious problem with you if that's mm-hmm. the well, of your happiness. Yeah, it's like an extension of materialism, though, because it's like you depend on things that are outside of yourself to be happy. And it's like, sure, like all of us do to an extent, but some obviously much more than others. And it's like terrifying because it's like the more you focus on it, the, the more it's like a lot of fucking people. Then it's like no one. I don't know if it's people just don't have like a whole lot of faith in themselves for some reason, but it's like the only time that people are really dangerous or when they all get together. And then like, I don't know, like the collective mindset just seems really fucking scary because it's so like, then you just become like cattle and it doesn't like, and then, Oh yeah. All that shit that happened at like the Travis Scott concert, like, like people just trampling over each other. Like everybody's so excited to see some fucking music that they're killing each other, like without even really trying to, but like no one has the spatial awareness or like decency or to be like, oh, hey, like, is this really that fucking important? Like, I understand it's been like two years since any of us have fucking done anything. But like we're so, we're that fucking impulsive and out of control that we have to we can't control ourselves to the point that we're trampling over one another. I mean, it's the same shit that happened on Black Friday. Like, I can't remember how many years ago it was or it seemed like it happened a lot of times. But it's like you're literally just like, what the fuck are you doing? It's it's happy birthday, Jesus. I'm going to step on as many people as I can to get this shitty flat screen. That's really not that doesn't. <laughs> that's some kid made for like five cents a year. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, man, like it, I, I hate to keep, you know, repeating the same thing, but this ship is going down. I enjoy what well, I, I enjoy covering this stuff and reading it because I do find it interesting how things break down. Like we covered we covered the demographic. Yeah down for the virginia election uh the last show that we did and they're pushing this big narrative and i heard this once again when i was in graduate school like uh that we were talking about the german elections in 2018 i think it was or two no it was a 2019 and how a lot of uh people were voting for the afd the alternative for deutschland the the far right party they call them nazis but they're not anti-semitic or whatever i mean they're, they're crazy but they're not that crazy Right. Uh, seen as a reaction to like, you know, the European Union's open border policy with, you know, people coming from Syria as a result of all the fucking wars that have been going on over there, trying to get the hell out of the way. Right. They're, they're a reactionary group. They're, they, they are a right wing reactionary group. And my professor was like, you know, well, this is, you know, and I got I got him good. I didn't I didn't grandstand, but I got him good. And he was like, well, you know, these are, you know, the consequences, you know, sometimes people who aren't that educated on on topics and, uh, you know, and on legal issues have the same vote as everybody else. And I raised my hand and I said, is that a bug or a feature of democracy? And he shot me a look and I'm like, it's an honest question. Is that a bug or a feature of democracy? Well, like, does anybody really know or does it make a difference in the end? Great question. But the point is, I think they're pushing for almost there's going to be like a um, uh, almost like, I guess, a, a requirement that you have to be because if the educate, if let's look at that. Remember, they shit on poor people who mm-hmm. vote for the right. OK, mm-hmm. right. hard. I mean, that was obvious. Right. And again, I'm not a righty. I'm, I'm, I have nothing to do with any of that stuff. But you're going to shit on people because of their education level and their economic level. So you're saying, well, you know uneducated people and poor people they're going to vote for the republican so do you really think that those people should have the same vote as those of us that went to yale or uh went to the college of william and mary or went to ohio state or penn state you know all of us highly educated individuals this is yet more classism this is yet another example 
of gatekeeping because they don't want those individuals. If you're poor, they want you voting one way and one way only. Now, it's to the detriment of those righties who are voting for Republican. They're not going to deliver. Like, Trump did not open one more fucking coal plant. You are still on SSDI. You're still fucking on a welfare card. You got nothing out of it. Okay, he sold you a bill of goods. But he did all the shit he said he was going to do. <laughs> Trust the plan. He's still in charge. Um, <laughs> it's unbelievable. JFK Jr. is coming back any day now. Oh, yeah? Any day now. Oh, my God. Christ. Um, but so yeah. that he's in charge of it. That's that's what you're dealing with. It, it, unfortunately, I see a lot like they're going to move to where, you know, I think that, you know, it's going to we're going to backtrack, you know, how, like you had to be white and a landowner to vote in this country uh, at the beginning. Right. Like if you're a Jew, black or a lady, you're fucked. Like, I'm sorry, we're not going to listen to what you had to say. Well, now it's going to be you have to have a college degree to well, participate in our game. Or and that's it. That's kind of the other thing that I like thinking about because like reading the physics stuff, it's talking about like, regardless of time, like none of the, none of physical phenomena that is observable in the universe is dependent on time. It just happens in correlation with time, but like time is a human construct, like all of this shit, regardless of whether you pay attention to time or not, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. But it's like, the more you look at stuff like this too, it's like, yeah, it's all just energy. It changes form. It's like, it's not, it might not look exactly the same as it did before, but it's like all of this shit is happening somewhere somehow all of this shit is happening mm. and they're like it truly does seem like you're powerless to stop it so but then it's just like then you get into the whole nihilism thing and it's like oh what's the fucking point or you can go into the whole absurdist thing and just be like oh fuck like i guess i'll just have fun no matter what because all this shit's gonna happen no matter what i do and then it comes down to internal in, individual mindset but it's like i don't know or there's so many people that are so convinced that nothing will ever happen that it convinces people to think, oh, it has to happen because so many people think nothing's ever going to change. Mm -hmm. And then those are like the two conflicting ideas that perpetuate everything. But it's like people are literally incapable of breaking free from that because it's like even if some if one person does, there's going to be someone else on the back end that like adopts a new mindset tomorrow because you changed your mind today. And it's just like this forever fucking like, what do you do? Well, but at the same time, I do find a lot of promise with, you know, the more people that sit out elections, there's because they're completely disinterested. They know that it's a shill. They know that whoever they vote for is not going to try to make their lives better, that they're not interested in making your life better, that they're all criminals. You know, I think that there's also some positives to take out of this, too. But yes, at the end of the day, you have to like you are in charge of your own happiness. And, and you know, if if politics is what makes, you know, who if your candidate wins or is in, or the, your your political party's in charge of whatever, if that's what makes you happy, you need to seriously reevaluate your life. And it's not a joke, because let me tell you something. These people I tell people this all the time. The people I work with, they don't fucking care about you. They don't care. They don't give a shit. They don't care if your kids die in wars. They don't care if you if you had to pay 30% more on your fucking turkey for Thanksgiving. Because guess what? You're paying for theirs. I guarantee you that. You're buying their fucking Christmas dinner and their Thanksgiving dinner. They don't have to worry about health care. You'd serve one fucking term in that house of thieves. You are taken care of for life. One term of two fucking years. You are taken care of for life. I mean, I think we should all for fucking run for office just so we can get the benefits for the rest of our lives. You want to talk about doing podcasts every day? We got a pension coming, baby. We got the free health care. Thanks to uh, Uncle Sugar and the fucking uh. pay in. Like, seriously, it's all over. It's brass on the Titanic. I agree. This motherfucker's going down. But at least we can, you know, play some music while the ship sinks, as they did on the boat itself. But 
Let me ask you guys this. So out of all the relationships that you've had, think about all the relationships you have. Maybe you've had a few. You mean like romantic? Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we talking about fucking. Yeah, we talking <laughs> <laughs> We talking about fucking. That's right. And I encourage the audience to uh, make a list and check it twice. Okay. Have you ever, you've been, you probably broke up over certain things. Perhaps it was something serious like, um, you know, like a, a substance abuse addiction. Uh, perhaps it was verbal abuse. Maybe hopefully not, but maybe it was physical abuse. Terrible things that can happen. Maybe you broke up because she's a Browns fan and you're a Steelers fan. That I'm sure happens in the port in the part of the state that I live in, I'm sure. Uh, but have you ever broken up with somebody because one of you wasn't as green as the other? And I'm not talking about complexion. I'm talking about your ability to recycle and care for the planet because this is you're going to enjoy this. Oh, man. Green with anger. Almost a third of couples admit to Rose, that's uh, British English for having a fight, okay. over which partner is greener. Uh, this is by Amelia Shovel from the Sun U.S. branch. Okay. A study of 2,000 adults in relationships found 30% have fallen out over one of them being better or worse at being green than the other. Having poor eco habits is now a major turnoff, too, with almost a fifth, 23%, admitting they've either broken up or considered breaking up with someone because they're not sustainably conscious enough. So, oh, um, honey, are you, uh, is that, um, is that a plastic Pepsi Zero bottle? Hold well, on, well, yes, hold it on, is. pause, pause. <laughs> fucking you just threw that in the garbage? Okay, so I don't, I don't claim to know everything about recycling or, or green anything, but I can tell you that you can't recycle a lot of things and packages now, even like salad packages or whatever the, the plastic containers, it'll tell you, you can't recycle the fork because you can't. There's so many things you can't recycle. Mm -hmm. So what the fuck are these people arguing about? Uh, I think they just secretly hate each other and want some easy way to get out. Well, let's dive further into this um, okay. wonderful uh, investigative piece by The Sun. 22% uh, have been pulled up on their poor echo behavior by their other half with men more likely to blame, that is 32%, than women, 14%. The research commissioned by John Lewis for the COP26, the one that Joe Biden fell asleep at, also looked at what at who takes charge of eco responsibilities at home. It emerged that 69% nice, nice of women turned off lights in rooms no one is using compared to 56% for men. While 59% of women clean out jars and plastic bottles before they go into the recycling, but just 43% of men said they did the same. So if you're not rinsing out that Pepsi Zero bottle, that's a problem. Like, even if you put it in the recycling bin, but if you don't wash it first, like, do they not wash right. it before Jay, they... That that is what you would call a microaggression. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Microaggressions are very real. Okay. I, I, I believe you, and I apologize uh, from a point of privilege. I apologize. <laughs> well, oh, man. So that's kind of another thing. It's like... I don't know. You can just will all this shit into existence because, like, it doesn't. It, I, we talked about it a while ago, but like the meanings of words or just like new words and shit. It's like I mean, they're just replacing old stuff with new stuff, but now it's a new thing because it's rebranded with a new word with a new meaning. But it's just like the the management of language 
And this is something like I, I would want, if anybody studies that kind of shit, like I want to talk to them because I want to understand because it's like you, you look at North Korea, they have no word for like rape. They have no word for slavery. They have no word for love, like all this shit. I mean, I don't know. I want to know what words they have for like other shit that we don't have where it like justifies them being in the position and having the lifestyles that they have. But it's like all of the words. Oh, fuck. I'm trying to think like we have stuff already that would cover this stuff like microaggression. I don't know what it would have been before that, but it's like a new term for a thing that's probably already been around for a while. Mm -hmm. But now it's like you're bringing awareness to some shit that like, I don't know, maybe enough people didn't care about or didn't want to fucking hear about anymore because they like really wore it out. And now they're bringing it up. It's the microaggression now. And it's like, I want to know how much shit they're doing that with, because like if they change the words you use, they change the way you think and the way that you're able to interact with other people. Oh, yeah. Like now you can't say certain words and like, it's, I don't fucking know, but that's. Can't make certain hand symbols. <laughs> oh, this, this doesn't mean okay anymore. This is a symbol of white supremacy. But yeah, like people can hijack, but like I'd go anywhere, go anywhere and try to do that shit. And like people would freak out or a right amount of people would freak out because it's like, there's everybody knows that's bullshit because it was a meme, but it's like so many people ran away with that, that now it's like, it's almost better if you just don't even push it because it's like, you might piss off the wrong person who has the right amount of power. And it's just like, is it worth, is it less energy to just fucking do that? than I, I like to push it. Right. I get that. But it's like, there's, there's people that don't understand that and like, aren't, I don't know, I'm not trying to derail the whole conversation, but that's okay. That's all right. Oh, too late. Too late. <laughs> the green train, shit. This train's <laughs> on fucking fire, Brian. <laughs> it's getting cold outside. All right. Certainly. But, but okay, so I'm gonna go a little bit further into this one. So while women are more likely to buy fast fashion items, men are most likely to put old clothing or shoes into the bin rather than trying to recycle it. Despite this, men are more likely to put bins out, monitor the smart meter, and do the trip run to recycle old gadgets. I don't know anybody who does these things, but that's... What's the smart meter? I don't know. I don't have one. <laughs> are we not smart? No, we're, I have a stupid meter. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, air conditioning now, and it's like, okay, boss, and then gives me air conditioning i have the air conditioning on right now and what's fast fashion i i don't know this is british english again perhaps one of our listeners from the uk can educate me i'm not 100 sure what that means perhaps in the context of the sentence it's uh buying new fashion items and you know men uh you know i, I don't i don't know like what women are likely to buy fast fashion items is that like an impulse buy Maybe it's it an impulse be. buy. I don't fast know. Fast fashion is a term used to describe a highly profitable and exploitative business model based on replicating catwalk trends and high fashion designs, mass producing them at low cost. Oftentimes, this entails exploiting workers in inhumane conditions, according to Wikipedia. Thank you very All right. much. Chinese communists made clothes made famous on a runway. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, Maria Rompani, ethics and sustainability director at the John Lewis Partnership, said, if people are having discussions at home about eco habits, then the future is bright. Uh, I, I've been married for over nine years, and I, we have never once had a conversation, my wife and I, about fucking recycling habits. OK, we, we, we just don't. That's not one of the things we discuss. That's, I well, mean, that's about to change. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's great. Um, while, while the public have the means to do of some of this themselves, it is the role of government, local councils, 
and businesses such as ourselves to provide the public with the right tools and services that help empower them to take action. The study yeah, also- see, it's not your fault. We just gave ourselves a platform. Like you didn't ask for it, but we're here and we're here to solve all your problems. You don't have to do anything yourself. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's the Hegelian dialect, problem, reaction, solution. Uh, the study also found that 67%, not so nice, of those old linked that they uh, think, excuse me, they could do more to be green in their daily lives. However, 86% struggle to know what they can, what can and can't be recycled. Unlike Angel, who is an expert on the I'm plastic not. fork recycling business. Me, you can't. What about the spork? No. Can you, no spork either. Mm-mm. That's a shame. That's a very useful tool. It, it's because of like the different types of fork it's made out of. So I don't like, I don't know everything about it, but it, well, you can't recycle certain things. Like I know you can't recycle paper towels. Really? You can't go back into pulp? I uh, Like, I know what you mean when you say you can't recycle certain shit, but it's like I've just thrown everything in there because I was like, oh, well, not everything, but like paper stuff, plastic stuff. Okay, so to Angel's point, I worked, uh, I literally worked in a factory that created uh, rubber parts for like engines and cars and stuff like that uh, when I was a lot younger. And I used to run a Banbury, which mixed rubber together to create these huge bales of it that would be shipped off to some of you don't even know what these companies are called anymore. Delphi, they used to be a major supplier for General Motors. So this, uh, the different kinds of, I, I don't remember all of the names of the different kinds, but like one of them was halobutyl and bromobutyl. These are different kinds of uh, synthetic and real rubbers, right? Well, the same thing can be said for plastics. So while glass is just glass, it might be, you know, colored green or brown or clear, it's still glass. There's different kinds of plastics. There's plastics that contain bisphenol A, which has been found to be toxic and creates problems, especially for uh, for females in their you know reproductive cycle or what have you. They cause you know if a lot of um, exposure to bisphenol A has been linked to uh, children beginning to menstruate as young as 40 years of age, like some really bad stuff. So there's stuff that has bisphenol A. There's stuff that that doesn't. That's bisphenol A free. Uh, there's different kinds of plastics so that to her point I, I believe that that's probably what the case is so then you have to sort according to different plastics and eventually somebody just you know throws it in the ocean and ends up in the great pacific garbage patch which mm-hmm. is like i don't know the size of fucking uh new york and the fish eat it and i thought it was texas fish and the cycle continues anew angel i'm sorry i think i cut you off that's my bad no i i was gonna say i just uh I mean, like there's containers now, if you buy like, you know, pre-made salads or whatever, there's containers now that say, oh, you can't recycle this, this part isn't recyclable. And then it tells you like these things could be recyclable, but you have to contact your local uh, transfer station. And it's like, nobody's going to do that. They're just going to throw the whole thing in the garbage. But they covered their ass because they're like, oh, we put it on the container. Like it's, we made a sign that no one's going to read. I I will make a statement here in defense of the honor of the great Colonel Harlan Sanders, uh, famously of the Kentucky Fried Chicken franchise. When I was a kid, the uh, the, um, buckets were made of paper and wax, uh, even the lid, and that is all recyclable material. And Colonel Sanders was ahead of his time, and unfortunately, nobody took the model of Colonel. Green motherfucker. (laughs) That Colonel Sanders made a green son of a bitch. I, I love Colonel Sanders, and I, I believe that he should be canonized by the Catholic Church or somebody else because he also didn't like to hurt children. He liked to feed the children with those uh, 11 herbs and spices. So shout out to Colonel Sanders. He was ahead of his game. So um, 
I, I, Saint Colonel Sanders. I had a famous bowl the other day. It was good. Of course it was good. Of course it was. I mean, Number one selling fast food item of all time. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm pre- like I can't remember what year that was, but yeah, at one point at least it was. Well, the famous bowl has everything that you want. It's got yeah. mashed potatoes, the corn, mm-hmm. the, the chicken pieces, cheese, gravy. The gravy. gravy. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's 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 art. That's not even food. We've crossed right. into high art. Thank you. Um, I don't even know where I was with this. Okay, great. So yes, food fashion. you guys are fighting over, like, can you imagine having that discussion with the other half? Like Todd, the gay and Greg getting into an argument about fucking, uh, uh who's going to recycle what like Todd's gay soap and his husband, Greg, just arguing about the fucking recycling. I'm sure that's not something that happens in, in uh, in, no. in Akron apothecary soap land. I'm, I'm sorry. This just, can you imagine, like, I, I can't even begin to like pick a fight. Like there are so many other things to fight about. Then fucking like what you did with the Pepsi Zero bottle. Like, did you did you wash that out? I don't give a fuck. People it's, are crazy. It's going in the garbage. Like, we we need to sit down and have a serious conversation. Earlier today, I saw you put BPA plastic in the blue bin. We all know BPA plastic doesn't go in the blue bin. I want a fucking divorce. <laughs> You disgusting goddamn pig. The literal last straw. Oh man. I'd love that to was hear. the straw that broke the camel's back. Wouldn't that be Damn awesome? It. You got like the de- like you get to sit in divorce court and like all of a sudden out of nowhere, like, all right, uh hearing the case of Frank Smith and uh Jane Smith, uh what you know, Jane Smith wants what's wants a divorce, what's the problem? Uh your honor, this motherfucker uh dared to put uh the Pepsi Zero bottle unwashed into the garbage divorce granted you're paying 10 years of fucking out. prejudice <laughs> yeah get out of my courtroom um so yeah there's that that's exciting now the travis scott thing just came up i think brian brought it up i have some interesting news ladies and gentlemen about this whole thing um those of you that are tiktok users may be already uh privy to this story it gets deep so if you have muck boots, I suggest you start putting them on. If you have duct tape, begin covering your head because it's going to explode while you're walking through this mire of shit that I'm about to present you. So Astral World Disaster fuels wave of satanic conspiracy theories on TikTok. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I remember watching that. <clears throat> Videos of the Astral Indeed World. Indeed it has. Yes. Crowd crush. That killed eight people flooded TikTok over the weekend. Conspiracy theories have also flourished alongside graphic footage accusing the rapper Travis Scott, who founded and performed at the festival of orchestrating a massive satanic ritual. This ain't a festival. It's a sacrifice, read one typical comment. The music industry is demonic and collects souls, reads another comment with 34,000 likes. Guys, I listen to satanic music. How come this never happens to me? Anyway, despite its absurdity, the theory has steadily gained traction with phrases such as World demonic, World illuminati, that's good, and World upside down cross, trending among other World content on the platform. Experts say that the viral misinformation illustrates how young social media users are increasingly susceptible to fringe conspiracy theories despite their reputation as savvy digital natives. These kids sound fun. I mean, really. 
Um, we have this stereotype of conspiracy theorists being older people on social media, but young people can in some ways be more susceptible, said Jennifer Strummer Galley, a professor studying social media platforms at Syracuse. That's her job is to study social media platforms at Syracuse. Gee, we're doing something fucking wrong. I'm going back to school. I mean, this is <laughs> this is a racket. Hey guys, you know about the Federal Reserve? Fuck that shit. Have you stu- you gone to Jennifer's class on social media? God damn, man. I'm gonna get me a master's in that. Um, we know that human brains really like sensational content and teenage brains even more so because they're still developing. Users uh, internet users have seized on several far-fetched quote symbols present at the concert, including imagery of flames and burning doves. Um, I've been to uh, several satanic shows. None of the, the there were no burning doves whatsoever. The upside down crosses. Be sure. Can we talk about the origin of the upside down cross so people stop like you know associating yes. it with? with They're demons. not gonna. I'm just gonna tell you that's not gonna happen. It's I so believe annoying. it's um Saint Peter, right? Uh, the first one who was captured by the Romans and they were going to crucify him. And they, he was like, I'm not, I don't deserve to die the same way that, that, you know, my boss did that Jesus did. And the Romans were like, okay, no problem. And they turned it upside down and they crucified him upside down. So an inverted cross really isn't the message that you want to be sending, but I guess it's caught on cause it's trendy. You know what I mean? I, I don't, I don't know. The pentagram's great. I don't understand like, like, and Satan himself is usually pretty cool looking. So I don't even know why you have to borrow the cross. Right, it's one fucking gnarly looking dude. And he yeah. knows how to have a good time. <laughs> yeah. He's here for a, a good time. Not a long time. Like the rest of us. So let's see here. Um, symbols. Some TikTok users describe the stage as an inverted cross leading to hell. If only. Um, it's all that shit that said, like, see you on the other side and like all that too, like going into the venue, right? I, like, I don't know. I don't know. It says other sided numerology. That's one of my favorite fucking uh, uh, witchcraft mumbo jumbo nonsense, claiming that Travis Scott and his fellow performer Drake were born 66 months and six days apart. <gasps> Emperor Nero strikes again. <laughs> God damn. Uh, Joseph Russo, who teaches a class on the anthropology of conspiracy theories at Wesleyan University, another made up job. Um, <laughs> They're all made up, dude. <laughs> Just do whatever. And such wild claims bore links to QAnon, a conspiracy theory oh, that claims a secret cabal of pedophiles controls the government as trafficking children. That part's not fake. That's actually real. Um, it's not very secret either. It's in there. It's in there. It's in your face. It's the Franklin cover up. Yes. Thank you. He didn't kill himself. He certainly didn't. Uh, it is mutating and taking different forms. This goes back to the idea there's a shadowy group of people in control behind it all. Russo's telling the truth so far. They it, said that in a Time Magazine article. They said a shadow organization yeah. helped influence the election. Like, you don't get to do both of these. No, you like, don't. Um, it's, a, it's super seductive and always comes back, but it's surprising young people are following the script more and more. Uh, Gen Z, the name for generation born after 96, uh, faces a number of risk factors for misinformation. It has far higher rates of mistrust in traditional institutions as the news media and the government. Bravo, Gen Z. You're going to save the fucking world, guys. They're getting wild with it. Good for you. So there you go. Uh, TikTok uh, has uh, come up with the fact that, um, you know, it's... uh, it's a satanic uh, sacrifice. It's always the devil. Mm. It's never the asshole that's running the show. It's, it's Satan. Like, yeah. like he's busy making jazz and rock and roll. 
you know, like he didn't have time for this or she or whoever. I don't want to misgender the devil, but whatever. Do you think Satan's like just thinking, you know, can you please not involve me in this? <laughs> I don't want to be involved. Yeah. I can't be involved. I wasn't. So, hey, hey, man, I'm busy over here making some scat music, smoking grass with all the jazz musicians. That's you guys leave my name out your lips. <laughs> Reefer madness. <laughs> right. Oh, fuck. Yeah, like I'm high and grooving. Fuck off. I literally went to a ghost concert where we summoned the devil and the devil showed up and everybody sang and had a great time. None of this happened. This was a legitimate satanic ritual. It was a great time. I had I had water. Uh, you know, everybody was singing the songs. We were having nobody got hurt. Nobody got hurt. It was a great time. So I don't know what Travis Scott's problem is. If he's into the devil, he should probably call Ghost and figure out, like, hey, what am I doing wrong here? And they'll be like, well, let me tell you. But first of all, music sucks. Let's start with that. But anyway, um, I don't know. I've never listened to the guy. I have no interest in listening to Drake. I don't even know who he is. I don't. Have, I thought Travis Scott was a basketball player for the L.A. Lakers. I'm like, I, he does music, too? Like, I, again, there's, I'm a hockey have, guy, people, so I don't know nothing. Yeah, they, they're, they're, there's the same name over and over again. Yeah, Frank Scott, Travis Scott, what, it doesn't matter. Um, I want to talk to you guys now. Man Bear Pig, those of you who are not familiar with Man Bear Pig, it's not a legend, he's a real person. It is. Um, half man, half super, bear, super, half super, pig. Super cereal. Super, super cereal. <laughs> Uh, Al Gore's latest solution to climate change, which, by the way, we should all be underwater, according to his hockey stick graph, by the way. Uh, Big F. F in the chat for Al Gore. He fucked that one up good. Uh, To climate change is mass surveillance. Al, we already have that, but okay. Um, Speaking from the private jet and super yacht owners gathering, otherwise known as the COP26 summit, Al Gore touted his latest solution to curb carbon emissions, mass surveillance via satellites, sensors, and artificial intelligence. Hey, Al, how do the satellites get into space? Are they using green (laughs) rockets? Are you willing it there? You're like going like this. You're like, "Mm," like you're pushing out his shit. Oh, I'm gonna get the satellite dogs and gonna go through with a firmament, you know. <laughs> well, no. In order to be, in order to afford that, carbon wise, less people have to drive cars, and that's what. Okay, what yeah. you can't have any gas powered internal combustion like lawnmowers and shit in California now. Like, isn't that a thing? Are are you are you serious? Oh, hold on. Let me let me find it. Oh, I swear this was like a thing. There are no limits to the California crazy. Wow. But like. Y'all know that satellites aren't real and neither is space. So what's the point? And here, this was holy shit. Okay, there's a few things. Uh, Let's see. Gasoline powered lawnmowers, leaf blowers to be banned. California bans the sale of all small off road internal combustion powered engines, including generators, lawn equipment, pressure washers, chainsaws, weed trimmers, other small internal combustion devices. Uh, So I guess like their plan is, I don't know, replace all this shit with lithium ion that they're mining with things that burn gas you know uh i don't know or and the electricity that you charge them with is coming from burning coal but that, i don't know uh yeah but yeah no like literally it was uh it's a facade let's see what it here's what it means there's an article that says here they're banning small engines here's what it means uh yeah it was an executive order by gavin newsom in 2020 and it's like all the, oh, it's supposed to be all the way up to the sale of cars by 2035. Great. 100% zero emission off-road vehicles and equipment phase out, which must be roadmapped by California Air Resources Board in 2022 and effic- effectively put in place by 2024. Well, 
if I'm still alive by then, um, the 2035 day, which I mean, it's it's up in the air. Who knows? Hopefully, there'll be several different places. Like the the country will be fractured by then, and California could go die in the fucking woods where it belongs. I mean, there are currently 16.7 million small engines in California. <laughs> <laughs> that's why al's saying what he's saying uh, i'm gonna try to do the al gore act i don't know if i can do one we get the data consistently from 300 existing satellites more than 11,000 ground-based air-based sea-based sensors multiple internet data streams using artificial intelligence gore explained adding all that information is fine visible light infrared and other information that is brought in and we can now accurately determine where the greenhouse gas emissions are coming from so not only are coming for your guns they're coming for your lawnmower comrade yeah. oh yeah and then okay legislators have their concerns as well co2 emissions and put them in a lockbox <laughs> given california's lockbox Given California's history of brownouts and power grid problems, some lawmakers like Senator Brian Dale, Dolly, whatever, say that banning critical fuel-based power backup mechanisms like generators makes no sense. (laughs) Imagine that. that. Okay. Yeah, so that's the thing. I didn't know. Yeah, I heard about that even with no internet and stuff. I'm surprised you guys didn't hear that. Uh, no, we just decided California is a fucking shit. Right? It's and- a, yeah, it's a shit show, and everything there sucks, and it's only going to get suckier. We have yeah, listeners in California too. One of them being our friend California. We Brian. love California, Brian. Get the fuck out. Go somewhere else. It's tits up. It's over. It's right. over. The communists have won. Cut your fucking losses and get out of North Korea while the fucking fence ain't up yet. Get out. Yeah. Get the fuck out of there before mm-hmm. they don't let you leave. Yeah. Agreed. That, yeah, that's holy shit. What? The average gas price in California as of today is like four dollars and sixty-four cents. <laughs> they have it like broken down on county maps. The highest is like five fifty right now. Or hold on, I don't know when this was updated, but it's like ten dollars now. That's great. Oh my god. Just for inflation, the hidden tax. Yeah. It's bullshit. Keep pumping that money, motherfucker. People, uh, people are going to be sucking dicks for gallons of gas. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be scared. Hey, man. Hey, you, you got any of that good petrol, man? Hey, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> I, 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 I suck your dick. <laughs> There's going to be an underground black market for internal combustion engines in California. Oh, yeah, of course. And people are going to be sucking dick for gas. Yep. Like, I'll play with your balls. I'll swallow the gravy. (laughs) How did Mad Max start, though? Just give me a gallon. Wait, how about this? So let's say you have an unauthorized uh, internal combustion engine-powered vehicle, and the the chips, the California Highway Patrol shows up to chase you down in an electric scooter. I mean, you're going to lose that fight. Is the ghetto bird that they have, is that thing going to be electric power, too? They're just going to get Teslas. I mean, okay, great. I mean, I guess. I, I don't know how this works. It may just kill you. They'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. That's an internal combustion engine. And then a drone comes from nowhere and just hellfire missile right in your ass. They shoot you with a laser from a satellite. Right. A satellite that used rocket fuel to get up there. <laughs> Jesus, Al. I wonder how these satellites get into orbit. But again, And then space junk. I mean, don't even, like, you can't. These people, you, you just can't. 
No, I can't wait until Bill Gates gets to shoot up his missile full of like space dust that's supposed to block the sunlight and it just kills all of us. I mean, something's going to get us eventually. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, what am I going to do about it? Nothing. I mean, yeah, you ever think about that? Like, you get like a notification on your phone. It's like, listen, um, we uh, NASA, uh, despite its huge budget, missed this asteroid that's coming at us. That's the, you know the size of South America. Uh, <laughs> ladies, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it is over. So, I, whatever, <laughs> you've got a half hour left. Do you think if something like that happened, they'd be like, all right, we're going to drop the act. Like, here's everything. Like, we're sorry. We lied about a ton of shit. We figured we better just come clean. Or do you think, like, all the way up to the very end, they're just going to be like, all right. Like, yeah, because there's a small what? chance that that asteroid could mitigate, you know, there could be less damage or they could mitigate it. Some- uh, yeah, of course, they're going to keep it in their pocket. So- I got a better one. It'll be like that South Park episode where uh, – <laughs> Or fucking Obama's talking to the people, but like, you know, uh, Michelle, Myla, and the other little girl and I are, you know, are safe. And like, they'll be broadcasting from space. <laughs> and we're going to be just fine. Yeah, it'll be. Yeah, it'll be we're safe up here in Elysium. That's right. Yeah, you, you took the word right out of my mouth. Yes. We are. Like, Nazis established the base on the moon, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. We are now occupying that base on the moon. We do wish you well. Um, and then Trump will be in the background, like looking around, adjusting his tie and stuff because he's part of the gang. You know, they did get him off the planet. You know what I mean? They've got all of the, you know, they, they got Epstein walking to bed. He sees the camera and he ducks down real quick. He's like, shit, they, they fucking saw He runs over to hang out with Tupac and Biggie. And right. <laughs> and Junior pops up and he's like, hey, you know, I'm sorry we had to lie to you for all these years, you know, but it's, you and know, it's what it is. The aliens are up there and they're like, hey, sorry for anally raping you for all these years and making you have sex with us and having our star child children. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And then the, the, somebody in the Hello. dark sunglasses glows. Hey, this message is for Jake. Hello. You were right the whole time. We did kill Kennedy. And now what are you going to do about it, asteroid boy? And I'll be like, you motherfuckers! I knew <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, one thing I want to close out before the show ends, uh, Camel Toe Harris, the vice president of the United States, uh, the first woman of color, the first woman and woman of color to occupy that prestigious post as the second in command when your boss has shitting himself dementia. Um, apparently she's not long to be in the running anymore. She's uh, 28% approval. She is not part of the plan B to the aging Joe I have dementia Biden. Okay. Wait, they get, what do you mean? They, I thought it automatically goes to vice president. If something happens, this, of course it does, but we're talking, she's, if he survives, you know, the 25th amendment, or if he doesn't, you know, if he dies or what have you, uh, yeah, if you get to, if we get to when it's time to re up, I guess you could say she's not going to be. Oh, okay. 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 I don't know how Joe's going to be on the ticket. Like, it's going to be exciting to see who they pull out of the hat. Like, this is going to be exciting because Camel Toe's at 28%. Less than 3 in 10 approve of the job that Camel Toe Harris is doing. Uh, Moose Knuckle is not doing a very good job. That's 10 points below her boss, who is at 38%. For more context, Harris was at 46% approval and 40% disapproval upon entering office, according to USA Today Suffolk polling. Um, she's invisible. It's been 153 days since her last sit-down interview with a major broadcast news entity in the form of NBC's Lester Holt. <laughs> like I love, I'm going to read what she said in that interview. Okay. This is great. 
Lester Holt says, do you have any plans to visit the border? <laughs> Moose Knuckles says in response, quote, at some point, you know, we are going to the border. She replied before oddly repeating herself as if short circuiting, quote, we have been to the border. So this whole thing about the border, we've been to the border. We've been to the border. Lester Holt says, you haven't been to the border. Camel Toe says, and I haven't been to Europe. And I mean, I don't understand the point you're making. This is the vice president of the United States. Well, she apparently isn't going to be vice president uh, on Joe Biden's ticket if he survives, you know, you know, the many different things. I mean, there's a lot of bad stuff happening to the man. He's old and decrepit and, you know, he's essentially a, a, you know, the embalmed corpse walking around in the Vatican. And- yeah, he farted in front of what was it? Uh, the Duchess of mm-hmm. whatever uh, Prince Charles's bitch. Uh, yeah, she he fart he fucking blew a fart in front of her. Like, I mean, it's kind of funny if you think about it. Every system leaves with them old guy farts. <laughs> like he walks in the room and he, oh, fuck. he's like, "Hey, there's the queen!" <laughs> like, and everybody's startled by it. Like he's like the asshole uncle that you had that doesn't give a fuck anymore. He shows up picking his ass. He hasn't brushed his teeth. You know what I mean? Sniffing kids. <laughs> Oh, I love Usually it. it's like you'd think he'd regress up to that level, but he started with the kids and now it's all the other shit. Like, yeah. like fart jokes are funny again. Not that they never weren't, but like uh, back in third grade again, like watch this. I'm going to fucking crop dust the royal family. You know, watch this. It's going to be good here. You know, you think he won a bet? Like <laughs> he wouldn't remember if he did. He wouldn't remember. So. Uh, that's all the discussion that we have for this week. I hope you enjoyed the um, levity that we brought to the unmitigated collapse of the empire. I really hope you enjoyed yourself. Just remember, get out there and have a good time. Don't I mean find something that you enjoy doing that's you know you're not hurting anybody. If you want to shoot heroin, have a ball. Really, I mean, do something. Don't do, do something. that. Don't I mean, do don't, don't don't do that. Do like literally anything else. Yeah, like- don't, don't- <laughs> I mean, whatever. Like, just don't bother me. Just please leave me alone. I got people by my loading doc to shoot heroin under the bridge all day. They never bother me. Not yet, anyway. Um, but anyway, so does anybody have anything before we check out of here? Quiz time. We'll be back next week. We will have a robust quiz time designed to make sure that no geography questions and no fucking quote questions. Can't promise, <laughs> can't promise anything. Fucking prick. <laughs> Don't shoot up heroin or, or don't don't shoot up. OK, just don't. What don't is do it. here's a quiz for you. What is the uh, Christopher knows this? What is the chemical that is nearly identical to heroin that can be uh, given to you in a prescription? Does anybody know what that is Everybody besides Christopher? That is. is it Suboxone? No. Methadone? It's, no. it's oxycodone. Oh, oxycodone. That's right. And you can get a prescription from your doctor for oxycodone. Um, which has led to the um, disaster that has exploded uh, literally on our back back porch here. It's terrible. Anyway, so does a- Angel, do you have anything before we uh, before we get out of here, boss? No, I don't have anything. Just don't shoot up. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Brian, your first time back in a month. Anything? Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. It's nice. It's nice to be back. I've missed a lot of shit. Uh, I don't need a lot of the shit that I have. I realize that. Got to clean up a bunch of shit. But no, I'm okay. good. All right. Excellent. Christopher, do you have anything? Nope. 
All right. Well, as that is the end of the show, I'd like to thank our sponsors, iPain Akron, where all accidents are happy accidents. Ray Faba, who produces fine art and design from the Great Lakes, and of course, Team Mandalore, who keeps cycling very weird. But ladies and gentlemen, the time of the show has come. It has come to where we discuss your disgusting asshole on this show. Now, the Thanksgiving holiday is approaching. Were you to give thanks to the creator of the universe or... You know, the people who bought the turkey, the people who slaughtered the turkey, uh, whoever, whatever you want to do, whatever. I I personally offer sacrifices to Odin and Thor because I keep the old gods, but nobody wants to sit next to you at the Thanksgiving table when you have that disgusting swamp ass that you haven't taken care of properly. Let's say once again that your girlfriend's coming over Thanksgiving, right? It's, It's your first holiday together. First holiday it's a big impression. You know, you got your family there, you know, even the cousins that you really don't like, you know, but they show up and they eat all the food and then they get take home bags and they take like literally half the leftovers. But anyway, you're sitting there with your nice lady. And instead of taking in all of the wonderful smells from perhaps the corn dish or perhaps the mashed potatoes and the gravy, the turkey, all these macaroni and cheese, that beautiful breadcrumb crust that you put on the top of it. But instead of smelling that, she smells your ass. And it's not a good smell either because you have swamp ass, you know, something disgusting that you haven't taken care of. Ladies and gentlemen, my friend Todd and his gay soap from Akron Apothecary can take care of your holiday swamp ass so that when you're sitting at the the dinner table Christmas, whether it's Thanksgiving, Hanukkah's coming up, Shalom. You don't want to be that stinky person when you're lighting the candles. Who wants to do it? They're saying Baruch HaTad and I, what the fuck is that stink? Who is that? We're having a holy ceremony here, and you bring swamp ass here? No brisket for you and no gift. You don't want to be that guy. That's not That's not good. Take care of your stinky asshole for the holidays every day. Make, your, make Todd's Gay Soap the holiday for your ass every morning when you shower. That's what you need to be shooting for. We have an assorted variety of flavors he's supposed to be working on. I don't really know if he has. He stood me up at a dinner date he was supposed to show up to last uh, Saturday. And uh, he didn't show up, but whatever, that's fine. <laughs> I can't even discuss what the inventory is with the gay soap. Needless to say, it's the best soap out there. If you have the Delta variant that's living in your asshole, it is clinically proven to destroy the Delta variant that hides inside your asshole. Don't be the stinky guy or the stinky gal or the stinky whatever you are at the dinner table. Be sure to cure it with Todd's Gay Soap from Akron Apothecary. Homemade gay soap from gay hands to your gentle ass, which will no longer stink and smell fresh. And maybe somebody will want to get into that dung ditch after dinner. Maybe not. It's kind of a danger zone. That's all I have for this week. Uh, We'll be back next week. Quiz time. We'll be back. Don't forget, use guys in that at gmail.com at useguyspod across all platforms. Don't forget to fucking subscribe and like, goddammit. I bring it up all the time. More subscriptions, more likes, because the soap is... Soap for that ass. Have a great week, everybody. Take care of yourselves. Wash your asshole. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)